You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to the My Top 5 Podcast, where it's our duty to disagree with personal preference. I am your host, Fleur Shomo. And I am your co-host, Luke Shomo. Luke, 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 Luke. Shomo. Yeah, some of that. You like that? <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm trying that's it great, out. Luke. I'm trying it out. <laughs> okay, enough. Um, how are you doing, Luke? I'm doing just fine. How about yourself? Um, right now, we're still in lockdown. Um, technically, kind of. As the crow We are flies. recording a bunch of these at the same time, so... Um, that's why we're technically still in lockdown. I mean, by the time this comes out, like we said on a previous episode, we'll either all be in second wave and on lockdown again, or the world will be a little bit more opened up. But yeah. I still don't trust anyone. I don't trust anyone. I don't trust anyone. So I'm still pretending like, well, not pretending. I'm still treating this as if it's really bad and I'm not going anywhere or doing anything. I will say I'm proud of us because our families have been quarantining so hard that yep. we're hanging out with each other now, yes. which is great. We are able to do that outside that. Yeah, always. Being smart, um, but, you know, and I'm enjoying that. apart from each other. But yes, so, yeah, lockdown. Yeah. Um, because of lockdown, things have changed here at the podcast. Um, we do have a guest today. Um, but so... You know, things are a bit different. It's going to be on Zoom. But we did one with Tyler and it sounded great. So hopefully this goes the same way. Yeah. And we can make it happen. Yeah. And um, yeah, so let's introduce our guest. Yeah. Our guest today is Joe Catella from the band Dead. Hi, Joe. Yo, what's up? How are you guys? We're good. Doing good. You're in Arizona, right? I'm actually in, in New York. Oh, right I was going to say, I, do you know what? I was actually going to say New York and then I was yeah. like, but I'm sure he's from Arizona and I don't want to get it wrong. And I got it wrong. I took a while guess so, I got it wrong. I'm from Arizona. Though, oh, so. okay. Where were you born? Yeah. What part of Arizona? Uh, Phoenix. Okay, cool. Pretty standard. Yeah. It's not as hot in New York, I imagine, as <laughs> in Phoenix right now. No, no, it's <laughs> nice, right? I think it's like, well, it's actually 90 today, but it's oh. like nice 90. Like, I'll, you know. Anywhere other than Arizona is like chill usually. So Arizona's, it's usually way hot there. Arizona's probably a cool one twelve or something. Yeah, right now. Arizona in the summer you can't really go outside. Can balmy, you? a balmy one twelve. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god. Okay, so we've mentioned that you're in the band Dead. You've been in that band uh, since 2016. So you guys are kind of new on the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would say so. so. You obviously were in two bands before that. Yeah, I've, I've been in, in, a, in a handful of bands before that, but yeah, I've been in a couple bands. The, the two before this were probably the most like prominent as far as like doing things, you know, outside of it. But I've been in a lot of bands. It's been like twenty years of playing music. Oh, know, so. by me. Oh yeah, yeah, you always forget you're like older. Is that weird yeah. to say? That's not like weird <laughs> you're like so old. You're so old, man. <laughs> well, I start. I mean, I started around fifteen, which you know is pretty early for a lot of people. So That's I started very early. Um, and you had your debut album in 2017, Misanthrope. 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 <laughs> I like you saying it for. More. I know. Well, it's because it's got the little dots, so I, n- I never know how quickly you're going to say it. Yeah. You just yeah. wanted to confuse people. It's out outside there. of my depth, for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so that, that was actually, you're probably just working on your second album now. That's been your one album so far, right? Yeah, yeah, that one came out in um, 2017, so it's been almost three years now. We have our last album, our, our newest album is done. We just put out a new single and stuff a couple months ago, 
And now, you know, since the COVID thing hit, we're like trying to figure out how to release the album and when to and all that kind of thing. So our new album is done. It's just, we that's what out. we were going to ask is like, how does that affect, you know, putting music out and all this craziness going on? Cause yeah. you have well, like I a mean, two song EP that came out. Was that always yeah, we the did, plan? Yeah, well, that was, I mean, we planned on just putting out the two songs. It was like a single, they called it a micro EP, but it's like yeah. a single and an extra track. And that was the plan the whole time, really, okay. was to put that out first and then have the album come out. But now that we put that out, like, the week that I think quarantine stuff started happening. So it was, like, the, the worst time ever. Yeah. Um, and then with the rest of the album, probably would have been announced by now. And we were supposed to be on a tour. We were going to go in this moment, yeah. Blackville Brides, like a full U.S. tour and that all got canceled and everything. Well, it's getting postponed. They're rescheduling it. But so it's just, now we're just kind of in this spot where, we're, you know, everything just seems like it changes every couple of weeks. And so now we're just trying to figure out like the right time, how to, how to release it and stuff. Yeah, so just, I was going to say, so what it was originally meant to come out around now and you've delayed it. Cause I know a lot of bands have delayed them just cause you want to do events around releases and stuff. Yeah. You, you want that momentum. Like you work hard on something. We yeah. worked on it for like, you know, hard and off for like the whole last year, you know, being out in Vegas and stuff and, and then, you know, going on tour and then, you know, you spend a lot of money on it and time and everything. So, you know, you want to give it its best shot to, to do something for you, you know, especially being a newer band, you know. Um, right. So you, you don't really have quite all that, you know, you don't have 10 years of fan base behind you. You have like a newer, newer vibe. So we're figuring it out, you know, but um, it's, you know, I, I'm proud of the album. I can't wait to release it. Whenever I know. We do. I, now you're saying that, I'm like, I want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I first met Joe on 2018 Ship Rocked. Yes. That yes. was a while. The, the boat tour. God, shit rocks. <laughs> I barely yes. ever remember shit rocks because I'm always so drunk. Yeah. <laughs> that was a wild time. Yeah. And it you, was. It wasn't. I was I sorry. Was I was going to interrupt and say you were just on the one just again in January. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Messy time. You guys, <laughs> you guys in the sloppy uh, music tour boating well, scene. Well, not so much. Just me. <laughs> just just <blur. laughs> on the first one that we met on i definitely was but this last one you know after doing that first one the next one i was like i'm gonna take it a little bit easier you know take it a little lighter yeah yeah that's true yeah Yeah. i should have maria was with me on the second one so we're kind of chilling trying to make it a little bit of a vacation you know trying to like lay low a little bit in between because i just did a month with wage war in europe right before it came to that but i was like i'm ready to like sleep and relax a little bit you know like we're we're burnt for sure straight from europe to Shiprock, so yeah, so did uh, Caleb. No, they flew straight from Shiprock to Europe. I, that was the other way around. Yeah, um, but yeah, so obviously you date Maria Brink from in this moment as well. Yeah, and how's that going? Amazing. We're in, we're in quarantine together, right? She's she's downstairs. Uh, and she was, you know, doing whatever she's doing right now, making food or something. <laughs> I'm glad you yeah. answered that positively, or else this would be awkward. I know. Yeah. Quarantine's gone it's terrible. It's terrible. Quarantine's breaking <laughs> us apart. <laughs> we can't do it. No, also, like, you know, we're, like, playing music together and cooking together, you know, just having so much fun. It's awesome. So much having cooking. So much have you learned anything new? No. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? All the cooking. Have you learned anything new? Um. Uh, well, I think, yeah. Like, we learned, we do a lot of Beyond Meat stuff. Ooh, um, yeah. So, we're, like, learning, like, tacos, and uh, we tried... Um, Trying just all kinds of different things, like different salads, different all kinds of different things. Like I made love- like a cinnamon brown sugar cinnamon apples the other night. And, wow! You know, yeah. Google and stuff, and just giving it a shot. You sound you know, like you're a lot healthier than me. Yeah, we're we like the Beyond Burgers. Love a lot. Beyond Meat. They're great. They're yeah, big absolutely. fans of that. Okay, so this is the My Top Five podcast, and what subject have you picked? We picked um, top five 
music related movies or how do you, yeah. how do you say that movies top five about movies. movies about music yeah music movies about music. music yeah, yeah like either that. way is fine yeah it's a good way to say um how yeah. comes you wanted to, how comes you suggested that you just love like that kind of genre or i do i love i mean i've always loved that because I, I always loved music i always loved movies the two of them together i feel like it was part of I think it was part of like shaping me personally into who I am. Like it was inspiring to me watching, um, you know, people just anything about music. I always yeah. loved it. You know, it would be, you know, watching other people and stories about people being passionate about music or living through music or whatever it is, just bringing, bring, um, and a lot of it for me is rock and roll, like rock and roll culture to the masses in, in, a, in a big movie. I think it's just awesome. So you know, it's always been some of my favorite things. That's awesome. I support yeah. this. I um, support it. Before we get started, I'm going to say you can have honorable mentions at some point. So if there are a few that didn't quite make the cut, you are allowed to bring them up. Because <laughs> no one ever has just five. <laughs> we have some guests that have, have more honorable mentions than they do top five. So <laughs> yeah. other, no, people, other people are like, this is the five. I know exactly what I want. It's It, it comes right. and goes. So. Um, so we'll start at five. We'll make our way down to your number one. Um, but we'll start at five. Do you want us to go first? We'll go first. Yeah. Do you you, want go, me to you go, go Fleur. I'll go number five. Um, and my list will become a little bit more clear when... Because I'm waiting to see what you guys pick before I say why I haven't picked certain movies. But um, if we do rob any of your list, that's okay. We can talk about it. It's all good. There's yeah. No... So if I pick something and you have it higher in your list, we'll just talk about it when we reach it in your list. No worries. No so, worries. Okay. No worries about that. Okay. Um, my number five is Eight Mile. Ooh, oh, good one. Very nice. I very absolutely nice. love this movie. Um, I thought Eminem was great in it, and. Um, I don't know. I just loved it. For me, it was very strange because I didn't know a lot about Detroit. Yeah. Um, and um, I saw this before I'd really come to America, I think. I don't I'm even sure, know if I'd ever yeah. been to America at that point. Maybe one what year was that? That came out in like 2004 yeah, or something. I was yeah, I would say yeah, right around there. Very early. Um, and I mean, apart from the awkward sex scene. Sure. Let's be real. Kind of awkward. <laughs> Doesn't last very long. But apart from that, I thought it was brilliant. And um, obviously, it's biographical. Um, but the one scene that really stands out to me is the last rap battle, um, where B Rabbit, <laughs> B Rabbit, um, <laughs> where he is picked to go first. And usually in the rap battle, you want to go second so you can destroy them about something. And yeah. he takes it on so masterfully because he's like, "Okay, I know everything this guy's going to say about me, so I'm going to say it about myself." before he oh, can even do it so he just yes. floors everyone yeah. and it's the most like he literally does drop the mic but it is the so most good. drop the mic moment of it was all an time. original mic drop original og mic drop i did have eight mile in my honorable mentions okay, for the record great. Brittany murphy i mean she was wonderful r.i.p yeah i know yeah it was it was fantastic i agree with you that last scene i remember i remember watching it and you felt like you were there and yeah. watching you, you know, you were getting hyped. You were like, oh, yeah, like you know, in like the sweaty pit, yeah. energy so was, was captured perfectly. Absolutely. So, so well done. Yeah. That's loved a good it. One. And I'm not like a crazy, huge Eminem fan. I enjoy his stuff, but I've never been like, oh my God about Eminem. But I just thought it was so well done. All about it. I loved Eminem. I still love Eminem. I think he had a couple albums in the middle there that weren't as great, but True. I, uh, I enjoy a lot of his music. I've been a fan of his. I love rap, so it's easy. But yeah, yeah. It's easy. I agree. He's especially his first couple albums blew me away. Yeah, um, and then it got a little lull there. But then he did that that track against MG 
uh, yeah. MGK. Oh my God. Just to see. And then. Uh, <laughs> I was just, I was floored. I the man and I was just like, damn. I so know. Was, yeah, so. I was floored. Dude, Eminem yeah. can write bars as good as anybody. That's just the facts. Yeah. Um, yeah. My number five, I apologize if I'm stealing it early. We can not talk about it too much, but it's very pretty. No, it's not very current, I guess, but it feels like it. Straight out of Compton is my number that five. That is higher up for me. Yeah, so I won't talk about it too much, but uh, 2015. And, I'll just switch them. So, yeah. That okay. Be my I mean, it's four, just. I, I could easily have it higher up on my list. I yes, thought it was absolutely. just phenomenally well done. Um, <laughs> I think that there's, uh, it's hard to even say anything negative at all about it. I mean, it's just, it, it was really, really great to me. I thought um, they did a great job of showing um, the discrimination they faced and they did right. it without, you know, no exaggeration. Like it was very real. Yeah. Very well done and showed them overcoming some, you know, really awful stuff. And at a time when it was very, like, it was important for people to, you know, be on board and take those first steps against some stuff. But, um, yeah, I thought that, I thought they tackled that really, really well. And um, it's just, I think it's just great knowledge of importance. Of it, like that, that it was such era, an important yeah. era of music and such yeah. an important thing. Um, and I know that, you know, some people criticize it because of how heavily involved they were. I mean, obviously, when you make your own story, it's, you know, it's easy to criticize. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of people have also said that this is like pretty damn on point with a lot of stuff that it, that it could be anyway. Um, sure. I don't know. I just also, think. Also, the actor who played Tupac blew my yeah, mind. I know. That is 100% Tupac. He is alive and kicking. I mean, Ice Cube's yeah, son absolutely. playing Ice Cube was incredible. Yeah. Uh, that was great. I yeah. also loved that they didn't skirt around Easy dying from AIDS. Right. Like, I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody, um, <laughs> but I heard that they just didn't mention it at all. I thought it was a pretty weak showing of yeah. what could have been of his life, personally. But, Agreed. Um, Agreed. That's just yeah, yeah there was they, no, so much yeah. more to it. Yeah. I'm happy that they, like, Yeah, for Bohemian Rhapsody, that. there was there's so much more to it mm -hmm. um, than, than what they did. And, and yeah. I just didn't think they could. Oh, sorry, <laughs> it froze for a second. No, yeah, it's fine. Sorry, yeah. listeners, Classic we are on Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> We're working with what we got, people. <laughs> um, no, but I thought it was brilliant. And um, I can't say what I want to say without maybe insulting some other movies, so I'm going to wait. Okay, I'm wait. just going to we'll come back to we'll it. come back to it. Anyway. But there's a reason why I really, really loved Straight Outta Compton, and... Um, I'll bring it up later. That's, that, that, <laughs> that is what we in the biz call a tease. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a little little tease there, guys. Not really, but so, anyway. yeah, Easy number five could have easily been a lot higher for me. That was a tough one to keep down at five for me. Okay, Joe, number five. Okay. So, so my number, and you know, we talked about, it, it was so hard to put five in, uh, five ideas in because I, had, I, I made a list of like, I think 30 yeah. initially that I was going to pull from. But anyway, my, my five was um, Empire Records. Oh, awesome. Yeah, if you guys have seen that one, 90s movie, but I um, seen it. just such a fun movie um, about all these people that work at a record store. And something that I've always, you know, loved, I've always wanted to work at a record store or own one actually someday. I don't know if I do now because of the way, you know, the music industry is, but sell CDs. But um, I just, I absolutely loved it. The, the, the passion and the, the kind of a coming of age. I'm, I'm a big fan of coming of age style stories. I love that. Um, the kids get into the store, crank up ACDC to start their day off. I mean, I think about when I used to work at a skate shop and we crank up the music first thing in the morning, Every, you know, everybody's opening up, we're cleaning up and 
And um, just like the whole the whole environment of of just people being passionate and sharing their music and everything. And there's a great scene at the end where um, Renee Zellweger is on the on the roof of the of the of the of the um, record record store. They're having like a, a, a going away type party thing where they're trying to raise money and stuff. And um, there's a, a punk band playing, and, and she's always wanted to sing. And she finally, the, the guy calls her up, the guitar player that the singing calls her up and, and tells her to grab the mic. And, Renee Zellweger walks up and she's so nervous, but you know she wants to sing. And you just see her go through that moment of freedom where she just lets herself go and she sings this amazing, like, power pop rock punk song. And, and she's just the most happy person in the world. And I'm getting chills just thinking about it because it's such an amazing scene to know how that feels to sing and, and perform in front of people. And so that movie always resonated with me. It has a great soundtrack, like Guar, ACDC, um, Gin Blossoms, one of my favorite bands from nice. Arizona um, from back, back then. So it's just movie that i absolutely adore i always think of it as kind of like the era of like freaks and geeks i don't know if they were the same like year-ish kind of thing but i always think of it because it was like the beginning movies for so many young actor type things like freaks and geeks had so many people that became huge movie stars and obviously empire records did too but it's like a weird era to think of where that like kind of grungy punky i mean what a time to be a part of the scene i would have loved it (laughs) I know we're like we're, and I was even like too young really to even be a part of it. Yeah. But you know, I, you know, I loved it. I was like, I want to work at a record store and be a band. You know, definitely putting good. that on my <laughs> list of movies to watch. I have not seen that, and it sounds right up my alley. Of it does movie sound I very love. up your alley? Yeah, absolutely love that. Okay, four. Well, my four, I cha- I switched, so it would have been straight out. Okay, Compton, so your four. Luke. My number four is the movie Whiplash. If anyone's seen Whiplash. I've never seen Whiplash. Okay, it was an Oscar nom from 2014. Oh, so recent. It was J.K. Simmons and Miles Teller, who Mm -hmm. are both phenomenal. And the plot is basically this prodigy drummer, um, kind of jazz drummer kid, wants to become a a legend. Like, that's his dream, is to become a a famous drummer. Um, And he goes to this, like you know art music school best in the country type of place to learn and you know for like college or whatever to become a drummer and he has jk simmons as a teacher who is like the most intense guy ever and his basically (laughs) the whole thing is about jk simmons just riding miles teller to become great and it's like he can never please him he can never be good enough for him and J.K. Simmons just plays this hard ass, like completely like asshole teacher guy. So um, you, are we meant to like J.K. or hate him? You hate him basically, but okay. you get it. Like <laughs> I, I don't tell. know. I don't want to spoil the movie, but like he by the end, you get why he is that way. Okay. Um, yeah. But the the whole movie, you just fucking hate him. Like you're just like <laughs> he's so. He's like, he'd be like a, I don't know, like a dad that pushes their, he's like living vicariously through their kids, like trying to become, you know, that kind of like, they just want them to be great, basically, and they'll do whatever it takes to be great. Um, It's almost like like a football dad, but with drums. Totally, totally. But with drums. Yeah, exactly. And he's a teacher. He's not even his dad. (laughs) But it is a, it is a absolute must watch movie in terms of just, it's a, fantastic movie i mean it, it, it i think it either won best picture it was it was definitely nominated but um highly recommend. Honorable, yeah it's in my honorable mentions for sure i thought yeah. it was a fantastic movie like you said and the, the kind of the way that he pushed him and, and the plight of being an artist as well and then 
the 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 idea of of wanting to push people to their limit to be as great as they can be as well and yeah. i thought it was like you're saying it was a fantastic movie. it just what? challenges a bunch of stuff like it's like what how far are you willing to go to be great and how far are you willing to push someone to find greatness why is it called whiplash uh, I'm drumming too much? No, Whiplash, I think, is the name of one of the music pieces that he has to oh, play. Okay. And that's like the really, really impossible drumming piece. I would just that, never something. hear that yeah. name of a movie and be like, yeah. oh, it's a movie about learning to I drum know. and a music teacher. No. I, th- yeah. I literally think it, I think it is one of the names of the pieces of music, if I remember right. Oh, okay. that, I think that's correct. And yeah. I've only seen it a couple of times. You know, cause it's not really, to me, a movie that you watch a million no. times. It's no, very, it doesn't sound like it. It's almost, an experience. Uh, exhausting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, like, you want to take a big. nap afterward. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, because my four, I flipped and made it straight out of Compton. We're back to you, Joe. So what's your number four? Yeah, my number four is uh, Airheads. Um, which is a, another kind of 90s movie. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen that one. I feel like um, I have, but I don't. I'm I like, think that's one of those ones I've seen a long time ago, yeah, and maybe. I don't remember much about it, but Airheads. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. It's, it's um, and, and again, these are my kind of my throwback movies, and you'll, you'll, the next three I'm sure you guys will fully have seen, but um, <laughs> this one is that Brendan Fraser, Adam uh, Sandler, and yeah. Steve Buscemi are, yes. are the three main guys, yes. and they're all young, and they're in a metal band, and it's just them trying they don't know what to do, how to, how to become popular, how to get on the radio, how to get a record deal. So they come up with this idea to go, um, they see another band get popular by getting a song on the radio, a local band. So they're like, well, we got to go get our song on the radio. So they go to the radio with like fake water guns that look real. And they, they hold up the radio station. I remember this movie. Yeah. Right. They hold the radio station to, to play their song and everything just goes terribly wrong. And the police come and Chris Farley's a cop in it. And it's just the most fun just like bonehead metal rock movie. Like I, it, it. I just, I could watch it over and over again. There's um, a scene where Chris Farley goes to a bar and Rob zombie, white zombies playing in the bar. And um, it's just so much fun. I mean, it's just such a stupid nineties, like rock. Did, you know, movie. I don't remember if they had like an actual, like, do you hear the song that they want played? You do. They play it. They get arrested at the end and they go to jail. I mean, I mean, it's the movie's old, so I can, you know, it's not a, you yeah, know, no, you, spoiler. Don't worry about spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. But, um, they actually play the song in jail in front of a, you know, in front of a bunch of inmates and stuff. And so that's, yeah. So, um, Is it good? Anyway. Is it a good song? Uh, it's like a kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like a rock driving, like punky kind of rock song. It's an okay song. That's I mean, awesome. I like it. You know, sometimes again, I grew songs up, like made for movies can be a little cheesy. Can know? be rough. Yeah, yeah, they can be rough. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. But, but yeah, um, I need to see. Yeah, that, that one is just too. one that I, I love. So I love that. I love that era of movie. I'm such a sucker for that. So she Chris time Farley, period. Chris Blimey. Farley, yeah. and Sam. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, yeah, and then, I'm a big fan of just like slacker movies. I guess movies yes. with like you know, like just like bonehead dudes in it that just kind of they're endearing and they, they just could ne- you know they don't know what they're doing or, or girls even too like just anything like it's just i just love movies like that I, i've just always been drawn to it because it's just it's the rewatchability is just great you know and you know like for funny movies you can watch them over and over again that's why i think I, about the 90s is there was a bunch of those movies because i i don't know if it was just more accepted to be like a bit of a slacker and like hang out with your friends and do silly stuff. I think that was just the dream. Like these days you have to, you know, be a millionaire by 15. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's I miss the nineties. <laughs> it seemed like that was the culture or something. Um, uh, okay. So my number three is um, Amy, the oh, biopic, yeah. the Amy Winehouse biopic. Um, it's a documentary. 
Um, I loved Amy Winehouse, thought she was amazing. And I watched this, I want to say I watched it on a plane. Um, no, I, I didn't. I watched it at home when Caleb was gone because he's not so good with the depressing stuff. So I watched it when Caleb was gone. <laughs> um, and it was it was just brilliantly done. So well done. Um, show Had like video footage of her as a kid and her talent just being unbelievable. And I, I'm sometimes like wary of documentaries because they, they're not always done very well. But who, I don't remember who did this, sadly. I will look it up. But... Um, just just amazingly done and and was very honest about how her life went and you know her demise and it it was just beautifully done and that's like a more serious one like i'm not serious about all of them but i felt like that had to be in here because it it was it shone a light on her amazing talent and how much her addiction cost her that talent kind of thing so i'm pretty sure that is really regarded as one of the best music documentaries yeah. that's been done i think most people widely regard it as as up there they didn't shy away from like the messiness but they also wanted you know to highlight how amazing she was at what she did so yeah. i thought it was, i just thought it was really really well done I support that yeah, one. That's good. I have to watch that one still, and I, and I love music documentaries. I thought about putting a couple on my list, but I ended up just not doing it. I, I don't know why, but um, but I do really want to see that. And she was incredible. So I yeah. rec- so many- highly recommend. Yeah. She just had such an interesting story too. Yeah, like I think it was on Netflix. So it might still be on Netflix. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. it still is. But, it is um, definitely worth a watch. I come across it sometimes, so yeah, yeah. I will. I will. Yeah, watch. definitely do that at some point. Um, but yeah, just just because it was so well done, and I, and I, there's nothing I hate more than when people like gloss over stuff and don't tell the truth. And I thought it was very evenly keeled, like it wasn't swayed. You know, she was amazing and had nothing wrong, and it wasn't like she was terrible. It was very even, and it was yeah. just very well done. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Cool. All right, my number three. Um, my number three is a movie called Mr. Holland's Opus. Oh my God. I was going to say earlier when you said about the teacher, I was going to be like, oh gosh, here we go. Mr. Holland's Opus. Oh, <laughs> it's such a great, have I talked about this before? No. Oh, okay. You, you maybe, haven't. It okay. was just a I, lo- thought I, I thought maybe I'd like drag this one to the ground or something. No. It's, uh. Richard Dreyfuss? Yeah. Richard Dreyfuss. It's from 95 was when it was made. But it was one that I saw. My parents had recorded it on VHS or something from like when it was played on TV. Like I had a straight up like VHS recording of this movie. (laughs) So I watched it when I was really young. Um, But like I assume a lot of people haven't seen it. It's kind of a niche movie, but it's like basically he's this composer um, and he's like his dream is to have a big like he wants to be a famous composer, like symphony composer. Um, and he is kind of like struggling and frustrated. So he takes a job as a high school music teacher. Um, and basically the whole movie is just, a, it's like over the course of 30 years yeah, or 40 really years long, yeah. of him as a music teacher and how he can't, he's just so passionate and he like, he's frustrated cause he can't get the students to feel the same passion for music that he has. Um, and it's like the trials and tribulations of trying to be a teacher. Like, it's just like, there's all this stuff. Uh, and then he, you know, it, it's, it's aired through like the sixties, which is really interesting time for music. They even talk about like John Lennon being shot. Like it's a huge impactful part of the movie. Um, so I don't know. I just think, and then it, I don't want to spoil it too hard, but at the end, it's very redeeming at the end. And there's a really, really wonderful ending um, where he, they kind of, he cries. they kind Spoiler of showcase, up. they basically, <laughs> they basically show that his life was worth it, even though he didn't become a famous composer and that everything he did was, um, Impactful. was impacting to people. So 
I love Very it. We cool. feel good every once in a while. You know, I don't know. Sue me. But. Yes. I gotta watch that. I, I've heard great things about it, and I've never seen it. I love it. I'm I so just, happy. I didn't yeah. know, like. Oh no, I was gonna be like, oh, about it. And no, it's so I funny. love it. I love. No, that I know. It's, it's a little cheesy. <laughs> it's but cheese it ball, very... but I watched it when I was young, so it was very like. So you were like, wow. It was the perfect age for me to watch it because if I just watched it now, I'd probably be like, eh, but. When no, I, I think it is still a very good movie. I was when you were just talking about the whole teacher dynamic. Yeah. It just makes me think of that movie. Yeah, but. apparently I have two with the uh, music teachers. In yeah, there, did I you have realize. a good music teacher? Uh, no, did I, you, Joe? No. Uh, I didn't really. I can't even remember my music teachers. Yeah. I have no like. It my, made no impact. I mean, I just always wanted to be. You know, I just want the you know, music. They'd be like, do this and this. I'd be like, I want to play metal. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> When I was a kid, I was like, I don't care. You know, so. uh, that's, that's hilarious. Funny. Yeah, a couple of teacher ones for me, apparently. Okay, that's so funny. three for you, Joe. Number three for me, um, uh, the newest uh, A Star is Born. I have, Ooh, I have that. Oh, okay. Ooh, I like yeah. that movie. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Um, hearing Bradley Cooper sing and write his own songs and direct and act uh, with Lady Gaga as well, contributing, I mean, and then the two of them and their... Um, their chemistry, it was only, you know, I remember people were talking about, are they actually dating, you know, because yeah. of how great the movie was. Um, I just thought it was fantastic. Me, Maria went and I saw it. Um, we went and saw it in the theaters together. And there was something really special with that as well, watching the two of them sing together and her and I sing together on stage sometimes. Right. It was it hit home for me, it, it essentially like showing you like the touring and um, the, you know, the, the substance abuse that I've seen happen with people as well. And it was just such a visceral movie that I felt um, really encapsulated a lot of great things. So I, I, I just, I think it was incredibly done. And I've never seen the original and I, I should probably either. do that. I did, I do a Saturday quiz online with some British people and I guess there's four versions of it. Oh, wow. Oh, are there? There's yeah, four. there's four. There, there was one that came out in like 1970 and then one that came out in 1972. I was like, at least space it out. Wow, like, that's weird. Yeah, because <laughs> I thought there was only two, but I guess there's four, but I've never seen it. I, d I will say I did find them at the Oscars in way too cringy but um oh is that right okay yeah i, I found them a little bit mm, the they were Oscars. very close and touchy i yeah. will say I, yeah. I had super low expectations for that movie um i i just i wasn't sold on lady gaga and bradley cooper as main i don't know people and i love i like bradley cooper but like he's a singer i didn't really i don't yeah. know so but then i saw yeah. it and i was like this is actually really good i i actually had really low expectations and was really surprised at how much i liked it so i give it i gave it like a lot higher of praise than i was expecting to um so i'm a fan i support it for sure i think i think you would like it i think it's got some stuff that maybe you know is a little whatever yeah but. i yeah i don't know why i didn't see it i'm not like a huge love story kind of person yeah. so i don't know if that was what stopped me but i i never i missed seeing it in the cinema and i just haven't watched it since so um yeah i definitely will watch it yeah yeah it's good it's, i like it's, it it's, it's heavy. I mean, it, it's, it it's, I think it's a pretty heavy movie. So his, his struggles are really, really wow, spoiler wild. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, know, I don't geez. care. Um, okay. My number two is a freaking amazing movie. Cause we're getting up there now called, yeah. uh, the commitments. I have never seen that. No I've one has ever seen it. Really. It's based in Ireland in like, early 90s and basically the story is this guy he doesn't want to be in the band he wants to manage the band he wants to find the next Beatles or something like that he's like determined that he's going to be this really crazy well-known manager that got this huge band together and so um 
because it's early 90s in Ireland, it's pretty run down. Um, and all these kids are just looking for something to do because everything is just dreary and depressing. <laughs> um, and so he holds auditions and finds the most obscure group of people. And they do like jazz and funk and soul music. Like the soundtrack is unbelievable. And uh, the front guy is this like chunky redhead guy who like is always drunk but he has the most unbelievable set of pipes on him like the best one of the best voices you'll ever hear in your life especially singing like these old like soul hits and um it 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 basically shows that he gets all these people together and tries to create something big and they all just destroy it for themselves because they all argue there's an old guy that plays trumpet and he's like banging all three of the girls that are in the band (laughs) and everyone's like why he's so gross and then all the girls are arguing over this really gross old guy um and they basically by the end of the movie they just fall apart and it's him just walking along being like i because the band themselves are amazing but their situation in Ireland, they, they're not really going to go anywhere. And it, it's just so well done. It's fucking brilliant. I'm going to have to check this it's out. It's so I've never good. Heard of it. It's so yeah. good. And it's hilarious. But the soundtrack is amazing. When was it made? Did you say like that? 90, 90 like 90s? Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, like okay. 1990, maybe. Um, okay. I have to check that out. The but, commitments. Yeah. The commitments. Commitments. Okay. Um, but okay. yeah, they, it just falls apart because they're all just a bunch of brats. Like, they're all like, me, me, me. And you're like, you could have been so good if you just had come together. And it, it's just brilliant. So yeah, commitments. I like it. Number I like two. it. Yeah. Um, my number two, is it me? Yeah. Right? My number two is a really great movie. Ooh. And obviously it's my number two. Blues Brothers. Hey. Oh. I <laughs> love Blues yes. Brothers. It's, it's yes. so dumb comedy but it was 1980 and it's just like perfect era of comedy like i love i don't know 80s comedy like it's just so it's dan Aykroyd and john belushi for anyone who hasn't seen blues brothers go educate yourself I feel like it's, it's really a, long movie it is a pretty long movie i think i haven't seen it in a long time actually it's been a while but it was one that me and caleb grew up watching like we both just loved it growing up um i mean we would we would quote it all the time. John Candy's in it. Um, he's a wonderful role. Carrie Fisher is the crazy ex-girlfriend that just wants to like yeah. kill him. It's like, fan. I mean, she's incredible. Like borderline better than she is in Star Wars, dare I say. Like it's that good. She's that good in this movie. But uh, I don't know. It's like, it's your, it, it's pretty slap, not slapsticky, but it's like, I don't know. It's 80s kind you know, like Saturday Night Live. Yeah, like, Saturday, you know, it's the Saturday Night yeah. Live crew, basically. So it's yeah. like that type of comedy. Dan Aykroyd is, and John Belushi, they're just, they're legends. They're so ridiculous. But, uh, I mean, what can you say? They're trying to, like, they're just on this mission to save their old Catholic home. They're on a mission from God. That's the famous line. <laughs> yeah. And they're trying to save this Catholic home that they grew up in and get their old band back together and all these hijinks happen. And it's just, it's adventure and dumb and crazy Singing in the street yeah i don't Fantastic. even know i don't even know everyone should see blues brothers if you haven't seen it see it it's great same for me too like i grew up with uh my parents had like the record of that yeah uh, and i and i used to listen to that so much um the, the song was like i just like i remember being i mean i barely remember because i was so young but yeah. i remember them playing that a lot and just That's loving that so soundtrack good. Yeah, super fun. Love yeah. that movie. Movie's fantastic. Caleb and I would just yeah. quote it all the time, man. Just so yeah. dumb. 
Uh, okay, Joe, number two for you. All right. All right. So, like you said, we're getting the top here. Yep. Uh, and so, like, you know, and then anything in my honorable mentions could have been anywhere up on these. I know. Yeah, That's how same, I feel. Same. There's so many you know? good ones. Yeah. Um, but number two for me is uh, Almost Famous. Mm. I don't know oh, if you okay, guys. Yeah, Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson and, uh, yeah, Billy Crudrup and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is a writer yes. for Rolling Stone. Legend. Uh, and um, uh, it's a Cameron Crowe movie, I believe, as well. Um, and great soundtrack. Um, and, and again, kind of like the coming-of-age style tale. And what's her name from um, New Girl is in it, too? Um, Zoe Deschanel? Uh, Chanel's in it, too, as is well. She, yeah. Uh, and, oh, yeah. She, she's the sister of the kid. Uh, she's the one that first... And that's, again, one of those things where it shows the whole thing of like a kid growing up, like we're talking about with the Blues Brothers, whatever. It shows her giving the kid her her old albums and her old records, and he first listens to everything and opening up the music and looking at it. And um, I just felt like they did such a great job, really encompassing the the journey of music, you know, and finding finding your own music. And then he becomes a writer. And they show again, they show the band going out on tour oh, and they're yeah. all fighting and all that kind of thing and being at the party. There's so many good quotes from it too. The I'm a golden god, you know. He's up on the on the roof, jumping yeah. in the pool. Sure they did, you know, they did acid and stuff, and uh, oh, acid. Yeah. Oh, you know. oh acid. Uh, so um, I just felt like it was a fantastic movie, and um, I, it's got such great rewatchability for me, which is also a big thing for movies for me. You know, like yep. I love I love Requiem for a Dream, but I, I don't want to ever watch it again. You yeah, know, kind of thing. It's a lot. So, so it's like, a lot. Mo- Movies that are inspiring and, and all that, all that kind of thing, and um, so I just I loved Almost Famous so much. And I, I could watch it any, you know. I try to, I watched it a lot for a while, and I try to just watch it like once a year or so, so it keeps the, the magic. You, know what I mean? you uh, what's it called when you like? What when you get Shawshanked? <laughs> no, you're scrolling yeah. through a movie and you have to watch it. Yeah, when it's on TV and you yeah. have to watch it. Yeah, I love a good movie that you can run every year though. That's important. You got to have those like. Sounds like you're rationing yourself. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you know you yeah. can watch it once a year and it's gonna get your fix. I'm all about that. Yeah, I'm all I about myself that. don't love Zoe Deschanel, but I really appreciate uh, Kate Hudson in that movie. Absolutely, Penny Lane. Yep. Um, Love it. So we're at number ones. Boom. Boom. Number Roasted. one. I'm hoping this is going to be someone else's, but if it's not, shame on you. But uh, <laughs> number one for me is this is Spinal Tap. That's my number oh. one too. <laughs> oh, it, it's it? my number one. Um, <laughs> it's on my list. <laughs> I don't. Mentions, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't think. It's, it's just brilliant mockumentary and the first time i watched it i remember being like is this real because you do question yourself the first time you watch it slightly i remember being like not sure if it was real or yeah. not because um, i was young when i watched it i was like i think this might be a band but I it's don't it's just so well done and they come across so terrible and stupid and i love that it shows them that they were huge and then they're trying to build that back up again with this new album and it's all going wrong. And a cu- couple of obviously key moments to remember is one, they want the whole stage to be Stonehenge. Yes. And then it turns up and it's like this, it's the, tiny. The it's tiny like version. It's like six inches tall instead of like six feet or something. Yeah. And they just can't understand. They're like, oh, it turned up and it's this size. <laughs> um, and the second part is when obviously he's going through his gear and he's like, if you've noticed, they go to 11. Yeah. And he's like, "Why? what does that mean? Is that, like, significant? He's like, 
well, it's it's like ten, but better. And he's like, yeah, but. And he's like, well, it's one more, isn't it? It's like one more. It's than like 10. one more than ten. And you're like, oh my god. It's so. These go to eleven. Yeah, these go to. And they and obviously the front guy's called Nigel, which is also brilliant. Yeah. And they have to deal with the new wife or girlfriend. They have like a whole Yoko situation uh. going on, which is <laughs> terrible. But yeah, it's it's. It, faultless from start to finish when he gets stuck inside the pod and they're on stage and it doesn't open and then it opens at the last minute just for him to walk straight back into it it was so, so good this was the easiest one of for me to have as my like i was like number one spinal tap no question i knew exactly it was going to be my number one like the the scene when they get the albums back and it's just a black cover and he's like he's like it's just so black. Like, how black, can it get any more black? Like, no, it's like, this is as black as it can get. It's just like, it's just so funny. And it seems so, like, it's clearly just taking the piss out of stuff like that. But it's also like, you don't think it's that far off from some bands. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. So but I don't know how far off it is in some cases. I think it's perfect. Rob Reiner deserves all the awards for that movie i think it's fantastic so well done if there's anybody listening that has never seen uh, this the spinal tap if you're you a rock and roll fan watch. it's a must watch it's just perfect uh, perfect absolutely and, then, and the scene too where they're um trying to find the stage and they're lost and they can't find <laughs> oh, their way so every single band at some point in time and, and and i swear i'm sure of it that they all go like spinal tap they all look at they oh, all no. look at each other when we go because uh, they can't find the stage yeah it's they're just wandering so, around backstage so good <laughs> Uh, that has 100% happened to so many bands yes which is why like on tour the tour managers these days just put giant arrow signs everywhere for all band members yeah exactly (laughs) because Uh, of that movie yes I love it I love it it's so good yeah the music is incredible yes the music Uh, is incredible so my number one and um you know the spinal tap could be I mean I could have put a million in my top have been flipped. We're not you judging know, like you, don't worry. We are judging number, you, but that's okay. My number one is uh, is High Fidelity. Ooh, yeah. I, I was going to say, is it High Fidelity? When you did you Empire Records, I was like, I bet he's got High Fidelity in there. Absolutely. And and it's just a movie growing up, just like Jordan. I mean, the movie is all about top, top fives. Top fives, yeah. I, I took that into account where I'm on the top five thing. Like Perfect. the whole movie, top five songs at a funeral, top five, whatever it is, you know. Um. What, you know, what the, the music, the, the way that they're elitists to each other and to their customers that come into the record store. I mean, it's, if you don't, if you haven't seen it, it's Jack Black, John Cusack. I can't think of the other guy's name that's in this, but they all kind of run this record store. And, um, Jack Black is hilarious in the movie and he's that's such nice. a jerk and he's an elitist, you know, person, music listener and artist. And um, the whole thing is just, um, you know, it's John Cusack. They're, they're talking about organizing their records and, and he's like, well, how are you organizing these? And he's like, is this you know, by year or whatever. He's like, no, it's autobiographical. So it's based on, he, 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 he puts his records together based on where he was when in his life, when he listened to that album. So if he wants to so listen good. to like, whoever it is, he has to remember that he listened to that when he broke up with this girl in like this year. And so it's just, it's hilarious. They're, it's just as a music lover, I feel like you watch them and you just have such, uh, you feel so close to them. And, and um, I just, and then at the end, Jack Black singing, um, let's get it on. And it's just the most hilarious thing ever. And um, I just absolutely can, again, rewatchability. And again, one of the reasons I wanted to like own a record store. And um, I love going to the record store. It's like my safe haven. You go in there, you just walk around, you're just surrounded by everything that you love, you know, as far as music goes. So it's just um, one of my favorite movies by far. I love that. You know, 
things. Any a lot of your guys' stuff could have been on my list too. So uh, I, mean, all my- I love that because I mean, record like local record stores are just heroes. I think like they're the people that, like you said, like the people that work there know the most because it's people like you that want to work at them. And I hope they never disappear, to yeah. be honest. Like, the big stuff, like, the big companies can disappear, but, like, the local record store has got so much to offer. And his first person, because he talks directly to the camera, is, is fantastic. How do you feel? Because they just did a series of it mm-hmm. with Zoe Kravitz. Have you watched that? I haven't seen it. Is it any good? I've, w- I've watched uh, some of it, and I think it's fantastic. I yeah. think it's, it's, really, it's really good. It's... Um, it, it really, I mean, takes a lot from the movie, so there's kind of that nostalgia-ness to it. But um, but then through the eyes of of, uh, of Zoe, and, and, and she's actually, her mom was in the original movie, I believe. Oh, if really? I'm not, yeah. I did not know that. I mean, she was the girl that John Cusack was in love with in the, in the oh, original yeah. movie. Wow, and there's a great, like, for, for, the, for the, the show, there's a great great soundtrack, too. And, and I think, yeah, I think it's great. I, I'm, I'm watching it now, so I just oh, need to watch amazing. more. Check that out. Yeah. Not High Fidelity! Number this was one. a good topic because I feel like there was there's so many movies. So many. Out there. Do we want to do some honorable mentions? Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I liked this topic a lot. Do some do some honorable mentions. Yeah, what's some Jeff? of yours? So uh, so I had Whiplash in there. Yeah. Um I had Wayne's World in mind for oh, sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah like, that that was a that was an honorable for me. I, I, I guess yeah, I guess I wasn't thinking of that in terms of a music movie, but it really is. That's, that's radio a, host, yeah. man. I mean the dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well and it, and definitely even in the second one, the whole movie is them trying to put on a, a, a yeah. festival. Yes. Man, you know? How did I not have that? Jeez. Yeah. And the lady so, he's in love with, uh, who's the singer for that band. I can't remember oh, her name, yeah. but um uh, is her name, but the band is called um oh what's their name? Uh, they do uh, Ballroom Blitz. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, I can't think of their name right now. No, yeah. I, yeah, I don't remember, but so yeah. good and like sticking it to the man and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. That brings me, honorable mention, School of Rock. For I was going to say School of Rock. When you brought up Jack Black, I was like, yeah. I watched it recently. Like, that was a, that was maybe Caleb and I's most watched movie so as a kid. Like, really? we watched that to, to death. I mean, we would, we, multiple times a week, we would watch that movie. Like, no joke. I use like get, uh, GIFs from that constantly because jack black is he's just so, so funny g- giffable yeah. giffable whatever it is um <laughs> but yeah mission yeah gosh <laughs> there's so many quotes in that i also did an honorable mention of uh walk hard the dewey yes. cox story <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> which is another mockumentary and well not mockumentary i guess because it's not documentary but uh so well done like the demise of him getting into drug my favorite thing out of the whole of that movie if people haven't seen it is his friend who he keeps walking in on and he's always doing some other different kind of drug and he's like what's that and he's like this is cocaine it's really great but you do not want to take this and he's like well what does it do and it's like it gives you a sense of huge happiness with no downside whatsoever and anyway so he gets into drugs and everything and then later on the same guy um after he's like got clean and straight and everything the same guy is like and you never once paid for drugs (laughs) and he just destroys him for never paying for any of it but just using all of his drugs that's a good call um, yes. but yeah i will i will say what i was going to say earlier i i didn't think anything like this was going to be on anyone's list but the kind of like movies about music that i hate that are, are like like biopic type of deals are the ones that fit the songs within the story 
So they're not like, like what I loved about Straight Outta Compton is they were on stage performing their songs. So only time they're doing it or like in the studio, you look at something that like, that's like, uh, we started Rocket Man the other day and I had to switch it off because it had like Elton John sitting in a rehab and then just bursting into song. And then one of his songs was oh, like, like, with, a musical. like a musical, like a musical. Like yeah. I can't deal with that. Like have the biopics tell the story and show them singing them on stage don't have them like eating a hamburger and going this hamburger do you know what i mean i haven't seen rocket man it was the same thing with like dream girls um i remember being in the cinema and then they they're like having a conversation and one of them just starts singing one of the songs and i'm like okay what's going on here like i I just can't do it kind of takes it out of being a biopic and more of just like a musical yeah and I, i there are a couple of musicals that i love but I, I guess I'm just not that much of a musical person. Yeah. I mean, I think if I was expecting to see a biopic that was like a real life storytelling, I would be disappointed. Yeah, that's that was, why I got yeah. so caught off guard with Rocket Man because I didn't know. I thought it was going to be like a thing. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like him living his life, showing his life, and then him on stage singing like the hits. And it wasn't. And me and Kane <laughs> literally just looked at each other and we were like, boop, <laughs> just switched it off because we could not deal with it. Uh, fair enough fair enough yeah. any more, have you got any more mentions joe <laughs> yeah I had, I had a few like rock star i should have put in there was mark Wahlberg. i don't know if you guys saw yes. rock star Long, yeah what's the one with um andy samba pop star i pop had that star. in my album they like so made fun fu- of it it was so fucking good underrated like what like hilarious when underrated. he's in the limo and they're rolling the window down and it's, you know, there's a vulgar scene, but dude, hilarious. Like so it is hilarious. Good. Never stop. Never stopping. It's the like, <laughs> yeah. title of the yeah. movie. So yeah. Funny. It was so good. I had, um, I had, um, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure in there too. That was kind of a musical movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, you know, like fun slackery movie. Um, what else did I have? That movie green room was, was real heavy. I don't know if you guys watched that. That's one. a horror movie. I haven't seen like a horror movie. movie. It was movie. scary. I saw that and was <laughs> like, whoa, <laughs> Yeah, that one, you know, I didn't think that would be my top movies, but I just thought it was a real cool movie that, like, I would suggest people to see. Yes. It's, it's not I really like gnarly. Gnarly, yes. 100% see that. I that like had, like, it. white supremacist, wasn't it? It did. I'm trying to think yeah, of the like, bad guys. I mean, it's, yeah. it's an awful movie in that sense. Like, it's, Oh, yeah, it's, no, I'm just trying <laughs> to remember who the bad terrible, guys were. Yeah. yeah. It's good, though. Okay, um, well, um, yeah. let's finish with some questions that uh, okay. got sent in. Um... I didn't write down the names because I'm terrible. Uh, what is your favorite song you've ever written? If you have one. Oh, wow. I know. That's a hard question. Um, is it one you can't say because it's on your new album? <laughs> well, that's kind of, I was thinking that's kind of the case. I'm really, really You don't have to say with. the name, but you can say like about it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a newer song um, on the new album that hasn't come out yet. Um, yeah, that I'm, I'm very proud of. I don't even know how to talk about it. Yeah, yeah no, so on the new album, keep Just an eye out. Just know that there's some good shit coming Do you know out. the exactly. order of the album? Can you say what number track it is? Um, well, I have that my one. order. I, oh. I know what mine is. What everybody else. For me, it's track five on the okay. album, but we'll see. Okay, we'll see when it comes out if it's still the same. Um, do yeah. you have a dream collaboration? Yeah, there's a, there's a few. The few off the top of my head... Um, would be with Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, to sit in a room and, and just pick his brain and, and see what how he creates, what he would do for, for any ideas, how to start a song, uh, lyrically, uh, any of that stuff. Him and 
Uh, and someone run the jewels would also oh, be. Yes. Would also be God, huge. their new album. Great answer. Yeah. Love that they yeah. got Zach De La Rocha on it as well. Uh, Absolute hero. Yeah, they're, they're. I think I said this on Twitter. They are just as close to perfection as musical artists as you can get in my so opinion. So good. Absolutely. Um, oh, so good. Someone said, "Were the contacts uncomfortable?" If people don't know, uh, the dead's like shtick for like your album was the white, full white contacts, right? I remember them, and they were like scary. But yeah. <laughs> were they <Yeah>. uncomfortable? <laughs> they, you know what? They were. I think in the very, very beginning. But I think we got we got so, got so used to it after a while, you know. And then we just leave them in for like a whole. We'd be at like Rock on the Range. We just leave them in for the whole day. You'd forget you had them in. Wow. You know, you'd run around all day. So yeah, they were. They were. I mean. You know, we're not wearing them now, so it's it's, yeah. it's, it's nice for you. I mean, I fell off stage a few times, you know, because of it and things like that. Because everything was cloudy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's but, it like uh, on? I've never even experienced anything like that. Is it? Does it distort your vision pretty bad? It's in a way, it's like extreme. So if it's like mid medium, it's fine. But if it's bright, like if it's a festival, it's in daytime, it's like washed out white. Yeah. If it's dark, it's real dark. Really? So there was there were challenges with That's it for sure. Weird. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, Imagine if you fell off stage. God. Oh, I, I did. You actually did. <laughs> absolutely, no. absolutely. Oh no! Especially with all the jumping around and stuff. Yeah. I mean, so it's just you know, it all just kind of goes hand in hand. I fall off the stage, just you know, just run in the crowd, just play it off. You know, you just do it. <laughs> I meant to no, do I it. I did it. On, I know what I'm doing. I'm a professional. Yeah. Exactly. Um, let's see. Is this the last yeah, one? Yeah, dude. Uh, end with this we'll one. Do the, this one. Uh, last thing you would ever eat on tour. So if this was like, does this mean like this is like the last thing that if it you would never want to eat this? I'm this guessing the- it's a. I some girl sent this in. She, uh, I, I'm guessing she thinks like, what's one thing you would never you eat really on tour? Don't you don't it. want to eat on tour. That I don't want to eat on tour because touring um, can be pretty bad. You know, but is there something uh, yeah. that you avoid? You know what? Um, and I don't, I don't eat uh, red meat anymore. But White Castle was something that always made me feel. Terrible. White Castle will fuck you up, I've man. Never but had I White love Castle. I love White Castle, so I really love it. But I only <laughs> it eat it like once a year because it fucks you up. So, so is that is that like a you wouldn't eat on tour because if you're in a van or a bus, there's nowhere to shit. <laughs> it's I mean, you just feel terrible after yeah. you eat it. I mean, it, the, the thing is too is usually when you eat it, it's after drinking usually yes. when you eat white castle so Absolutely. i don't even know if it's the white castle or if it's the combination i of, think it's all the whole the whole shebang together yeah yeah exactly so but that's the one that i always think of, of like i don't never need to go to white castle for the rest of my life i yeah, like that i i i love it so much that i i will fight through that pain but that pain is so real <laughs> that i understand completely i will say someone who's never eaten it it looks great it's terrible. Like the mini but, sliders, uh, they look great yeah. to me. It's just so greasy, man. It's so greasy. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's bad. Okay, it's well, bad. Uh, thanks for joining us, Joe. Thanks for taking time Thank out you. of your day. Yeah, what's that? Thanks for taking the time out of your day. Have you got oh, anything interesting later on going on? Um, we're just hanging out. Uh, I'm going to go work out. I got a little gym set up in the basement. Ooh. Uh, that- Maria got me for my birthday because nice. my birthday was like a quarantine birthday in March. So, um, so we got that going and um, yeah, we're going to make some dinner to take it easy. Love it. Hang out and water the grass. Water <laughs> you know, the grass? We just had rain. So yeah, that's the best of rain, thankfully, so I don't have to do that. Yeah, so I don't need to do that. Um, Thanks for hanging awesome. out with us, man. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It's so, so fun. I, I love stuff like this. So I, Great I, topic. Talk. That was a fun one. That was really fun. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Sweet. 